you basically had to log in and out of each company in order to process transactions, which was very time consuming. And this is the reality in general, the way this space works. I have seen systems such as your Microsoft GP used very heavily in this space as well. I'm pretty sure NAB is doing really well. The reason for that is because Microsoft always did well in slightly more service-centered space. Growing a business requires a holistic approach that extends beyond sales and marketing. This approach needs alignment among people, processes, and technologies. So if you're a business owner, operations, or finance leader looking to learn growth strategies from your peers and competitors, you're tuned into the right podcast. Welcome to the WBS Podcast, where scalable growth using business systems is our number one priority. Now, here is your host, Sam Gupta. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the WBS Podcast. I'm Sam Gupta, your host and principal consultant at the independent ERP and digital transformation consulting firm Elevate IQ. Buying software is hard, especially business software. There might be companies that might appear to be rated relatively well by the affiliate sites. But when you look under the hood, they might be completely different. Affiliate sites are not necessarily looking at the demo of the product or are experts at reviewing the ERPs. Software companies are also really smart at not posting their demos publicly, which could be even hard for customers to know if they may have a real product or if they have an outdated product. These decisions could fire back as bad as not going live. So how does multi-view ERP compare with other mainstream ERP software? In today's episode, we invited a panel of industry experts for a live discussion on LinkedIn to conduct an independent review of multi-view ERP capabilities. We covered many grounds, including their capabilities for the service-centric industries such as healthcare, non-profit. We also covered the issues associated with the lesser-known software packages for the ERP buyers. With that, let's get to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. And if you are joining for the first time, this is part of our industry series for which we meet every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. We review one vendor or the solution. So for um, today, we have a very interesting solution called Multi-View ERP. So we are going to have a lot of fun discussing that. Before we do that, we are going to start with everybody's intros. I am going to start with my quick intro. Um, I am Sam Gupta, principal at Elevate IQ. Elevate IQ is the independent ERP and digital transformation consulting firm. We focus on technology strategy and helping clients with the implementation success. On that note, I am going to move to Andy for his intro. Uh, Hi, thanks, Sam, for inviting me. My name is Andy Pratico. I've been involved in ERP software, mostly for manufacturers uh, for forever, for four decades, well before Sam was ever born. Yeah. And uh, I worked all over North America. I lived in the U.S. for 11 years. And I, I'm an author of a book on Amazon on how to, how to evaluate ERP software. And uh, that's what I do. Okay, amazing. Thank you so much for being here, Andy. Um, and if you're joining for the first time in the audience, uh, then make sure you guys post your questions and comments. Uh, typically, we try to cover them 
during the show if you run out of time then we'll make sure that you receive your answer on that note andy i am going to start with the quick briefing of this solution you know where they come from obviously they are not as well known in general in the erp community uh, they have slightly different um, positioning and sometimes you are going to see a lot of different erp solutions on some of the marketing affiliate sites uh, g2 captera they are really good at uh, positioning a lot of different uh, ERP systems, but you don't really know what is underneath overall, uh, you know, from the ERP perspective, uh, whether the solution is new, old, how good it is, how credible the vendor is. It's very hard to know on these affiliate sites just because they are, and I don't know, Andy, whether you have seen it or not. I mean, they sort of club everything together. And sometimes there are like crazy combinations. You have the ERP and then you have some telephony software that is clubbed together. And <laughs> so it's very confusing for the buyers. The, ki- the killer thing, and I'll tell you what's even more confusing, is that ERPs are so complex, so much, the, the real ERPs, not the ones that are nothing and they call themselves ERPs. The real ERPs are so complex that it's humanly impossible to evaluate. Yeah. It takes years before you're fluent. Yet when you're evaluating, you you might sit through demos that are two, three, four hours long. How much do you learn in two, four hours? About this much. Zero go there. Um, yeah. Nothing. Yet they have to make a decision. They buy, and no wonder there's so many companies that hate what they bought. Yeah, and it might take more than a life to make that zero that you are trying to make. Uh, yeah. And the same thing goes with the ERP as well. One life is not enough. <laughs> Even today, I struggle to move from one screen to the next. That's how oh, <laughs> these ERP systems could get. Um, okay, so this particular solution, this is very interesting. Uh, they are not as well known as I had mentioned. Their industry focus is very different as well. It's a very similar positioning as some of the other solutions that are positioned more for the service-centric industries, non-inventory-centric industries. Uh, So they are going to have very unique architecture, very unique needs. So if you look at the overarching industries where MultiView really likes to hang out, it's very similar to Sage Intact. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. These guys are positioned for... Healthcare is very common. They, I believe, are doing in slightly more construction-centric, energy-centric industries. And typically in these industries, one of the challenges that they are going to have is you require a lot of entities in general as part of the solution. And I don't know where the multi-view name comes from. Typically, multi-name in general in the ERP communities would be for the multi-site um, solution, multi-entity solution, when you are going to have a lot of entities and you need to have that combined view when you are going to have a lot of collaboration transactions between these entities and that's where the multi-entity solution is handy. So I don't know if the name came from there or not, but it does seem like probably that's how they started. Uh, surprisingly enough, even though uh, we have not heard of this name, uh, by the way, Andy, these guys are probably from Ontario, uh, oh. from Toronto. So, yeah, so they are very near to where I am, uh, yeah. which is mind blowing. But they have been in the market for, uh, what, since 19, maybe 80s or 90s, somewhere around that. We are going to look into those oh, details wow. as well. So they have been in the market for a while. Uh, so it's not really a new technology. It's a very old technology that is positioned as very new if you are going to look for any sort of demos. And that's the challenge that we have seen 
especially in the mom and pop category that you are not going to find any sort of demos so the only thing you are really looking at is the marketing material and it's very 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 hard to trust marketing material especially if you're looking at mom and pop possible to trust marketing material sometimes they might not even have a code uh, to be honest okay they might not even have developed the product it could be that bad in the software space and unless you sign their nda even for the customers these companies require that they need to sign an nda uh, right. or sign the contract unless you sign that you are not going to know what's underneath so be super 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 careful with any software especially the trp software it could get extremely tricky in terms of what they really have and you are not going to know what is with the software unless you use it once you start using it once you start implementing it then only you are going to know what is going to fire back uh, if you are simply comparing let's say just based on the contract or the pricing that's not a right comparison in general because you just don't know what you are getting out of your money and the total cost of ownership could be much higher in general so i'll pause there and i don't know if you are going to have any sort of comments experience have you come across them most likely not probably i i uh, this is one i'm not familiar with yeah. but erps are erps and uh, it's the old story about the buyer beware right exactly exactly so we'll uh, we'll go through these slides and then maybe you are going to have some more comments there one thing i forgot last time andy and i was really struggling to see these slides they weren't as bad i guess in the video to be honest mm. and the reason why i was struggling is because i forgot to do oh, yeah okay. <laughs> So now uh, it's not as bad, I guess. I mean, overall, and I don't know if you can see it, whether you see it on your side. Um, so it seems like the font is okay today, right? Oh, looks perfect. Okay, perfect. So overall, from the product perspective, if you look at the kind of features that you are going to see in this particular space. By the way, here on this slide, you have a bunch of uh, logos that they are trying to highlight. A couple of them are going to be really the healthcare facilities, and even inside the healthcare. you are going to have many different businesses um if you look at the hospital healthcare space that's a very different in general the kind of needs they are going to have is going to be very different from your life sciences companies for example pharma med device uh, in general they are going to have slightly different needs uh, so here these guys are targeting slightly more in my mind i like to see them as more of the franchise centric so when i say franchise meaning you are going to have a lot of different sites you are going to have a lot of different legal entities it's very similar to uh, retail hospitality businesses where every single franchise is probably going to be a independent legal entity sometimes you might see this arrangement even in the case of your retail distribution uh, but for the most part healthcare energy is where you are going to see a lot of different entities that are going to be legally separated but you are going to have substantial Uh, collaboration in them so they require very different functionality for the most part they are going to have um basic needs i mean these solutions do not even have the crm capability in the erp and some people you know they are mm. going to look at this and they are like what the hell i mean i don't have anything here yeah. <laughs> what am <Yeah>. i doing <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, just yeah. Uh, gl ap you know fixed assets business intelligence account receivable budget and forecasting and fpna is probably going to be really big one in this so you are going to see a lot more fpna features uh, as part of uh, built as part of your erp but i always have an opinion on that uh, if you are going to be keeping all of this data inside erp that becomes very difficult in general so budgeting and forecasting should reside in a separate software in general just because it's just easier to manage easier to sort of play around uh, you know 
So this one should not be used as the budgeting and forecasting tool, but it's always nice to have uh, those feature sets as part of your ERP, especially if you're not going to have budget for a separate software. But they like to claim business intelligence, you know, is bundled as part of ERP, which in my mind, again, uh, should be a separate software. Industries, if you look at, they are targeting healthcare finance. Financial services is very unique as well, the way they are structured. Even inside an organization, they might have uh, the partnership agreement. And partnership agreement, the way they work is, they are very similar to uh, franchise business model inside the uh, you know financial services every partner may have their own sort of pnl and they are going to have their own sort of reporting structure i don't remember the form name k7 k9 i don't know if, uh, they typically get that it's very similar to the way you are going to do your financial statement uh, but it's a very different structure overall from the accounting perspective that's why your financial services is going to be a very different arrangement in general education non not for profit are two very similar architecture overall from the ERP perspective as well as uh, from the financial you know architecture I guess is very similar uh, in these industries uh, and again these industries are very 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 similar to you uh, and do you have a comment no no okay so that's pretty much it by the way I mean see if you look at G2 this is the best software awards for two okay which is just mind-blowing because see if you are going to compare this with oh, let's say oh G2 oh yeah <laughs> So this is what blows my mind, the way these companies are ranking the software, because see, as a buyer, let's say, Andy, if I'm looking at this one, and let's say if I'm looking at this one as well as Acumatic or Sage and Check, right? They yeah. all are probably going to be rated as best, best performer, software. best software. <laughs> well, what's the value? Zero. But is it really comparable to Acumatic? And that's why we are going to look at these screens and then we are going to do a little... Or is it comparable that, you know, to SAP or whoever? It doesn't matter. It's yeah. just you have to realize how these places score and how they give their award. Usually, it's paid advertising. It is. It is. And in fact, I mean, see, it's just unfair to be honest. The way these software are rated, to you know, if you look at Acumatic as in tech, they probably have billions of dollars invested in that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you have this software, which is probably going to be a couple of millions, I guess. And maybe. You know, <laughs> Don't forget what you know, we talked about. You know, well, whenever you're traveling on a plane, right in front of you, there's always a, in the back seat of the guy in front of you, a person in front of you, there's always magazines, right? Yeah, yeah. You open up those magazines and it says top 10 steakhouses in Chicago. Yeah. You think that's really, those are the top 10? No, no. <laughs> no, they're not. They're the top 10 who pay. Exactly, exactly. It's very pay to play. Always. That's right. They're yeah, the top 10 that paid. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's always tricky with these rankings. So always read between oh, yeah. the lines. I mean, they could probably. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, Andy. I look at those lists all the time, even though they are going oh, to be sure. pay to play. Okay. Oh, but the yeah, way yeah. I approach my sort of thought process and selection when I'm going for the restaurant, you know, that gives me the starting point. I'm not gonna choose first one or second one or third one just because the list says first, second, or third. What I'm going to do is I am going to look at all ten. And then going to see, you know, what is happening. I mean, at least, you know, even if it is going to be pay to play, I can probably have a little assurance that, okay, these probably, these 10 are going to be decent enough for me to be able to review and find one that is going to work. So that's how I approach. I don't know if you approach the same or you simply ignore them. Well, no, I, I do review them because sometimes there are objective opinions and interesting yeah. comments. But you really have to be careful in all these lists because a lot of times it's 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 the uh, uh, salesperson or the company that's putting a post on there under a fake name. There's nobody who audits. The 
especially for the affiliate marketing companies, I think they are really resource constrained the way they work. You look at, um, and you need to pay attention to the business. Look, look at what Wayne Disney saying. Yeah, I hundred percent agree, Wayne. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, that's so one of the most. That's one of the worst. It's humanly impossible to evaluate ERP software. So guess one, the, the, the people fall in love with the one who spends the most market. My see, God. Andy, let's read the comment first so that people can understand what we are talking about. So we have Wayne, Wayne, uh, Dizzy, uh, and I'll read his name as well so that people can follow. It's W-A-Y-N-E-D-I-N-Z-E-Y. You know, he's available on LinkedIn and he is saying that I agree with the marketing comments. Marketing is, in my opinion, the single dangerous uh, front customer face. Marketing can or should be added to your list of why ERP implementations fail. Misguided purchasing, yes, yes. Uh, and I want to make sure that I am understanding this comment first. Uh, so, um, yes, I mean, there is a lot of marketing hype. I think that's what he is trying to say, uh, that any solutions or any 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 anything that you are going to be looking at, uh, in general, if you can speak to somebody who is going to be implementing your solution, typically most sales and marketing people, what they do is they are going to isolate the implementation team. The reason for that is because those implementation people are going to be very technical people and they have tendency to be and honest. honest. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly honest. what I said. Okay. And salespeople and marketing people, they don't like it. Well, uh, because that is... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you want to make sure that, and by the way, I mean, see, they are also not going to be as comfortable in line in general, uh, because that, <laughs> no, uh, you know, and by the way, I mean, see, even if they are not lying, they are still not going to be, uh, well, you know, the way they grew up, they are very, very, very uncomfortable in overstating anything. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what I tell people that attend my webinars or whatever the case, Sam, is that the person that demos the software to you, you know what their title is? Sales engineer. Um, Sometimes, no, it's pre-sales consultant. Pre-sales, yeah, pre-sales consultant. Yeah. Pre-sales consultant. Guess what the definition of a pre-sales consultant is? Someone you're never going to see again after you send. Exactly, exactly. What do you think their job is? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Come on, to make exactly. you uncover the truth? No. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. All right, guys, we have one more comment from Wayne, and he is saying, lol, but a restaurant will cost you one good meal. That is oh, very yeah. An ERP pay-to-play list will cost you the life cycle of your ownership of that application. By the way, the cost of application is peanuts. Uh, the disruptions that, that you are going to get, the implications mm -hmm. right. that you are going to get because of this, okay, the pain, the headache that you are going to get, um, it's just mind-boggling. So be you careful. Know, I'll tell you, what, what another thing I tell people, Wayne, this is perfect what Wayne's saying, is people will say, yeah, but Andy, the ERP you work with is too expensive. And I tell them, well, you want to you know something? In a year from now, you'll have forgotten how much you paid. Unless you're not happy, then you'll be reminded the rest. Of yeah, and I will add one more point there, Andy, on that point. And by the way, I mean, in, I like to compare this with, you know, cars or machines or whatever sure. you want to compare with, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can have 50,000 50, cars. Uh, they could be the best cars possible. But if you have not learned how to drive them, there is no point in buying those cars and paying them. And that's how your ERP technology works. Uh, you know, just because you pitch for ERP, uh, ERP consulting and the consulting expertise and the change management is right. not optional. Okay. Exactly. You need to spend a, <laughs> you need to spend a lot more than exactly. on a piece of technology. So if you buy really cheap technology, you know, make sure you spend a lot more on consulting. Uh, exactly. <laughs> okay. But if and you buy. Consulting that you can trust and you believe in, not just consulting. It has to be. 
has to be adding value. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. So if you don't have anything else, I'm actually going to move to the, the slides. So here I have a little comment here saying these industries have a lot of companies and entities. I have already covered that. So here we are talking about uh, this is uh, a comment coming from their documentation publicly available documentation. So we are really trying to find out what's going on here because obviously we don't have a ton of screenshots that we can review uh, <laughs> and we only rely on the public information. And this is the challenge of these reviews. So yeah. here they are saying we have 14 companies actually, and this is the comment coming from a customer, a case study that they had published. We have 14 companies, actually a few more non-operating companies. So inputting data into each company, you basically had to log in and out of each company in order to process transactions, which was very time consuming. And this is the reality in general, the way this space works. I have seen a system such as your Microsoft GP used very heavily in this space as well. I'm pretty sure NAV is doing really well. The reason for that is because Microsoft always did well in slightly more service-centric space. So in GP, they had to log out, they had to log back in. Um, you know, that was the pain point. So maybe this user came from, I don't know which system, they came from probably QuickBooks and uh, now they are finding this value inside the system itself. That's what they like, the multi-entity aspect of the system. So here they are saying multi-view was that it is one platform so that's what they are trying to highlight that you know you don't have to log out and log in which is a good thing which is which i personally liked about this platform as well uh, you basically separate data by company and business unit and you can get all of that data out in one report query now again this is all marketing speak okay so that's where we are going to review these screens and uh, data organization and we are going to figure out okay where the product is but you know when you look at the marketing speak you will not be able to spot the difference between your Sage Intact and, and, and this solution or Acumen and sure. this solution, okay? So you are going to get really fancy ratings, really fancy, uh, you know, site, and then fascinating case studies and the logo. Uh, and if you are going to decide on this, good luck. Uh <laughs> well, you, you know, Sam, I just emailed you a link to an article I wrote five, ten years ago. But if you have a look at just the graphic perception. Exactly, exactly. Could not agree more. Could not agree more. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, <laughs> perception be hard because with ERP systems, you don't even know how bad could it get. Oh, it can get real bad. You just don't know. You just don't know. I mean, even we struggle, to be honest, okay? Uh, mm. Even though we are doing the selection professionally, we always right. find surprises. Of course. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you the problem, no disrespect, Sam, but the problem with companies that you hire that help you evaluate ERP software is they put so much focus on the demo. And the reality ignored. is it's humanly impossible to evaluate ERP in a demo. Exactly. Exactly. Could not agree more. And that's why I personally don't like demos at all. Right. Uh, I hate them. They're just, <laughs> yeah, it's just sales mean, pitches. That's all they are. Yeah. And anyway. by the way, I mean, see, if you are dealing with the professionals uh, from an ERP OEM, they sort of know how to bully you and not letting you know that they are bullying you. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, you know, so it could get really difficult in general in the conversation. So be really careful there. So, yeah, so let's move on with the commentary here. So here they're saying how many expense reports do you process in a monthly time frame? And I couldn't tell them uh, I had to have a temp help me. And it took four hours with MultiView. There is a simple button that you can click. And when you set up employees as a vendor, uh, so you can run a query. I think a lot of things about how quick it is to get data, but we are going to look at their data organization, how they have structured it, and how they are going to compare 
with the other solutions that you have in the market. So some more commentary here again. When you look at marketing speak, it's very, very, very hard to know. And, you know, when we do our study for these things, for these uh, presentations, uh, even for us, it's very hard because we don't know about the solution, uh, you know, and we are only looking at the marketing speak and it's like, okay, I'm I'm blown away. What is this stuff? Okay, and then you look at the screen and, okay, since I can read from the screen and that's why, you know, for me, I can sort of relate whether the screens are from 1980s, 1990s, Right, <laughs> 2020. Uh, you, know. you can you can tell just looking at the screen what era it's from. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, if you have been doing this long enough, I guess not as long as Andy, uh, <laughs> but long enough. <laughs> well, there, you see, there's God, and then there's me. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, Andy. Andy God. There um, we go. $150 <laughs> a user. Yeah, and by the way, I mean that's the uh, point I wanted to highlight because if you actually look at the user, which is not uh, you know, inexpensive. If you look at any other ERP systems, they are probably going to be very similar. Or is that per year or per month? Um, this is the cloud pricing is annual subscription per user. Okay, um, $150 per user is cheap. If it is per year, then definitely it's cheap. If it's per I, year, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guarantee that they will not be able to afford uh, 150 per year because in the end, I, I don't know whether I told you this or not on the other sessions. Typically, when you look at the overarching price or the cost of your cloud ERP subscription, the 50% of the cost that these cloud companies have, it goes to your cloud providers. Correct. AWS, okay? Azure, AWS. whoever it is. And even AWS is not making as much money to be extended. Some people just don't understand how this whole software space works because mm-hmm. for them, it's just going to be, okay, I have open source and I'm only paying for code. It doesn't work right. that way. In yeah. the case of software, the biggest chunk of money, even the infrastructure companies are not making. That share, the 50% that is going to your AWS Azure, it goes to Microsoft for VM licenses. Can you believe wow. this? It's crazy the way it works. And even Microsoft is not making as much money because they have to pay to a lot of people. <laughs> Multi-level. <laughs> Multi-level chain that you don't understand. It's very yeah. complex. I hear okay? you. So nobody is as such making money and these guys will not be able to afford it. They are doing 150 per user and I don't know how they'll be able to afford, to be honest. Uh, unless they are on very poor infrastructure or... Uh, yeah, I really don't know what's going on. Uh, it might be harder for them to be able to... What a world we live in. Yeah. And by the way, these guys are doing multi-entity and, you know, it's not QuickBooks because QuickBooks, and that's why they are trying to separate the entity because the number of transactions that you are going to have in one entity are never going to be as many. And that's why they are trying to sort of separate. And that's how they are able to do $35, $40 per user per month. Otherwise, even they will not be able to afford. And the depth of the transaction is very low as well uh, in general. And it's not a real database, so you don't really require as much server capacity. It's a file. File is always much easier to make. You don't have the transactional reconciliation built as part of your model. So it just does not consume as much. Um, So here, and by the way, I don't even know what technology. Uh, It could be file. Who knows? (laughs) So here they are saying it was founded in 1990. And that's where I came to know that, okay, no, this is not a new company because, you know, when you look at something like this, I would think that probably they are really new and they are probably have something cutting edge. But no, 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 no. They are really old, okay, which is just mind-blowing because obviously in last 20, 30 years, they hardly could get, you know, I don't know, maybe 20, 30, 50 customers, I guess. I don't know how many they have, but obviously their footprint is going to be very low uh, in general. Otherwise, they would have as big name as your 
you know, Acumatica naturally, uh, or, you know, Infor, Epicor, or whatever. In this industry, you're not going to see them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the vendor's website states, and by the way, this is the commentary coming from Tech. Okay. And Tech is an amazing organization as well, because they are also pay to play. So they have given it, what, four and a half, uh, you know, ranking. So it's very misleading and confusing. Tech, you mean tech Technology Evaluation Center? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This yeah, is yeah. the commentary. So, you know, it could be very misleading for the customers there as well. Because these guys have evaluated. I mean, uh, it's very flowery language. The way no you know, they have disrespect, <laughs> but you know who writes that stuff that's on tech? Uh, I'm not going to name anybody. Software uh, vendors. Exactly, exactly, exactly. There's but a reason again, why I know that, Sam. Guess uh, who's written some of them? Oh, my goodness. Andy, you have written yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, anyways, oh it's, what a world we live in. What a yeah, world I know in. it's crazy the way it works, to be honest. Okay. It is, and, it um, is. and, uh, yeah, and that's why it's very hard to trust these sites as well. And that's oh, why, yeah. I mean, uh, and by the way, I mean, these guys are probably claiming themselves to be independent as well, which is not true because obviously they are charging their vendors, um, to pay for these things. So I don't know. Uh, that's crazy. Independent is a relative term. Uh, yeah, exactly. But I mean, there are companies that are going to be truly independent. They are not charging anybody. But those ones are expensive. Uh, exactly, <laughs> exactly, because That's they have to feed their family. Either you're getting paid from both ends, so it's reasonable, yeah. or you're absolutely objective, and it costs you to charge a lot. Exactly, exactly. So here they are saying it is designed for organizations of any size in a variety of industries. Uh, here they are also saying some view ERPs, direct competitors in the accounting-focused ERP market, and they are saying accounting-focused ERP market. I don't know what they mean, but I think what they meant a slightly more service-centric industries. Uh, every single ERP is going to be the accounting focus because obviously you need to have accounting underneath. Otherwise, I don't know how it is an ERP, uh, but they have compared this with uh, these solutions, which is the, uh, we have the Stribbon, we have Financial Force and the Dynasty. And these are very service-centric uh, organization, the non-inventory-centric uh, organizations is what they are talk talking about. Okay. Um, yeah, even the not so popular software are fairly expensive, and that's right. But I don't know whether this is the annual subscription. My understanding is going to be this is probably monthly, but you might want to do something. Who knows? There. Now, let's look at the screen, okay? You are going to find probably four or five screens, and you have oh. to dig a lot on the internet to be able to find because yeah. you are not going to find a single demo, uh, you know, published publicly. So now you don't so, even so this, know. This is state of the art 1980. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, trust me, Andy, you know, so I had 19, to dig for like Come on, two, this is 1990. I had to dig for two hours to find any screenshot. Wow. That can, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, crazy the way it works. And I don't know why these software companies are not publishing any demos because people will know about, you know, what they are trying to sell, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, so here, this is definitely, uh, I would say 1990. Uh, the way their buttons are designed, this yeah. is very uh, Microsoft XP probably feeling, uh, you know. So at that time, it would have been new, but obviously these guys uh, are not able to invest as much uh, on the cloud technology. They just don't have as much investment backing, and that's probably the reason why they are not able to innovate uh, their products. So pay attention to, you know, what they are doing. And sometimes they are simply going to replace the front end. That does not replace your service layer or the data model. Um, so again, you require far deeper expertise to be able to evaluate these in terms of what you are getting. You are never going to know what issues you are going to get. But, you know, when you are using something old underneath, 
you will always have issues <laughs> okay just one more point there i don't know if i wanted to cover anything else overall from the data architecture perspective i so here now they are claiming it to be multi entity but if you look at their data architecture and it's not true multi entity because the company has company id typically what multi entity means is inside your you know if you look at the true multi entity software then you are not simply going to have a data layer underneath your single tenant and through which you are really trying to identify your company that's not how multi entity is supposed to work so here sure as a business user you are going to get all the reports that you are looking but that's not how multi entity is supposed so you might get just one thing but when you are going to get into the complex scenarios of doing the traceability doing the analysis doing overlaying of data that's where it is going to fail because the underlying data architecture does not support the true multi entity model so not only the technology is weak here the whole data architecture is super weak it's not supposed to be multi entity it's a very simple architecture the way it is designed so it's very similar to your single entity with another dimension for your company you have the company id you have the entry id um yeah now well it's got a dashboard it's got a dashboard and everybody has a dashboard because they're easier to build okay easier right. to show it looks what... pretty it makes this they don't have to they don't have to fix the software just put some dashboards in yeah exactly this is how demo starts nd Okay. This is a, this is a demo. There you this go. Is, this is this is how it's going to start. You are going to feel okay, they are going to start on a good feeling. Everybody sort of settled. They saw something pretty and now comes the reality. Sometimes they'll show you, sometimes they won't, depending upon how many questions they get on the pretty screen. And the next thing that you know, you have signed the contract and you married somebody else but got something else. <laughs> I don't know Andy whether you are familiar with these uh, shotgun or arranged marriages. I mean not every <laughs> uh, you show something else and get something else <laughs> and then you got to pay you you have to pay a dowry with cattle then right exactly exactly that's also a challenge yeah you paid for something else so this is a similar compare <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh my goodness that is so funny um okay so here uh, again the if you pitch was a bit pushy yeah yeah so oh, the, oh quarter end oh they gave him a special price yeah yeah so we are going to look at uh, you know that but i mean one thing that i wanted to highlight is let's say if you are not able to find any sort of demos and you are looking to see how you might be able to find a little bit of information about the product uh, i would say what you could do is you could pay attention to the reviews don't look at the stars don't look at uh, the the company or anything i mean see what you need to do is you need to pay attention to the inside the review the more detailed the review is pay attention to what the person is saying and then try to correlate who the person is what is the size of their company what is their credibility that's how you sort of read between the lines of these reviews whether you can get any sort of intel and sometimes the reviews are going to be paid as well uh, so it's very hard to get anything from the reviews but if you do enough research you, if you understand how to read uh them then you will be able to know uh you know maybe there is something that you might be able to correlate and you might be able to find so here number one thing is the reviews coming from 2000 here they are saying in implementation currently we have not hit any market okay used weekly for 6 to 12 months meaning they have been in the implementation for roughly 12 months obviously that's a long time they are dealing with smaller companies 
here we are talking about 11 to 50 employees so obviously this is not a very large company in general when you look at companies such as your insurance companies if you're simply implementing accounting these guys have only accounting okay your transactional depth is going to be very shallow so you don't require as much effort the only thing you need to model is going to be your customers and vendors and sometimes even your items and bombs are not going to be bombs you are not going to have in this particular space even your items are not going to be modeled so just for the customer and vendors you are taking 12 months that doesn't make any sense okay so that's a very long time meaning they didn't have something in the product and they had to do a lot of things um, to be able to enable that and that's where they are probably doing development underneath uh, which is not a good sign in general for any product. Uh, you know, in general for accounting implementation, if it is going to be purely accounting, uh, you should not take nine, 12 months. You are probably looking at three, six months, something like that, depending upon how complex the transactions are. But in general, accounting only implementation are typically easier. Now, we are saying initially the sales pitch was a bit pushy to purchase on a quarter ending. In uh, hindsight, that was due to salesperson knowing they were leaving. So the salesperson left. Okay, oh. <laughs> and this huh. is very common. We, we have seen this in a lot of cases. Okay, when you go to these mom and pop shops, and you know, salespeople uh, they are trying to make a living. To be, it's not necessarily their fault, right? I mean, they need to make bonus. Uh, they yeah, work hard. They're not obviously. selling anything. They got to move on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, obviously, it's in their best interest to do this, but it might not be in your best interest because they are going to move away, and then you are going to get stuck with that. So look at that. Look at the second to last sentence. The virus then hit. That's and was crazy. Told that we might need ten times that initial offer they said. But Andy, how do you get virus in an ERP system? I I I don't understand this. <laughs> you need to explain that to me. A virus? <laughs> Maybe you're talking about COVID. in an ERP system. <laughs> That's crazy. That's really crazy. I know. I know. Okay. That's how clunky the technology is. Okay. ERP systems are so bulletproof that even human cannot get in. Okay. Mm. Here you are talking about virus. <laughs> okay. So here they are saying the implementation team did not address properly our four items that were critical for our needs. Uh, you know, approximately 12 months later, our business analyst wrote up a quick two to four page document for them and reshared documents we provided their staff in the first couple of months of the project. It appears that yes was the answer to can we do it? Okay. These, the, the, the line items that you are going to mention as the customer. Okay. You don't understand how much every single ERP vendor has with those. Because typically, even if you go to a court, okay, you cannot do anything. Because when they say yes, it could mean a lot of different things. Because right. the question that you asked wasn't specific enough. It wasn't specific. <laughs> Here's a trick. Here's a trick. When you ask us an ERP salesman a question, does it do X, whatever X is? If they go, yeah, that means no. If they say yes, that means yes. There you go. <laughs> Good, joke. You know. Good joke, Angie. But in general, when you are asking any questions, you should not be asking the yes and no uh, yeah. you know, questions. Exactly. exactly. Number one thing, I mean, see, most customers, they don't really understand what to look for no, in a don't. question. Okay. You need to exactly. be, that's where the expertise come in. I mean, you know, uh, and again, if you are going to be doing this yourself, you might feel that the selection process is easy, but again, there are always going to be layers with it. And these guys have a lot of room that they can. So that's what she's trying to mention here is that yes, was the answer to, can we do it? However, they did not vet that yes properly. It's not they. It's the problem is with you. Because if you ask a salesperson <laughs> about their weakness, they are not gonna 
overly highlight that. That's not how sales works. Sorry. <laughs> so you need to figure out, you know, how to ask the right questions and how to read between the lines. So it's not really on the vendor. It is your homework. You did not do the homework. And that's why you actually suffered. And that's where you either need to get the experts so that they can bet <laughs> or just do a lot of research if you are trying to do it yourself because this thing is hard. Well, I'll tell you, you know, we, we're talking about how easy it is to get fooled when you're evaluating. And, and not only that, when you're evaluating getting help, an ERP selection company, you can get fooled. Yeah. If you guys really, if, if the audience is really looking to get honest, sincere help, Mr. Sam Gupta is your man. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that. I mean, you know, whether me or somebody else, but the... <laughs> but you the say thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Okay, You're thank welcome. you for the shout out. Uh, but the point I'm trying to make here is that, uh, you know, there's just so much room, so, so much room with these requirements. And oh, you, okay. unless you are doing this on a daily basis, and sometimes we get into these, um, honestly speaking, these reviews and... You know, there is only so much information that these vendors are going to give. And it becomes very hard to evaluate because obviously they are trying to play and they are not going to give you everything. So even for us, it's very, very, very hard. Think about, you know, how hard it is going to be. So now moving right along, Andy, here they are saying the service overall was fine. Main person kept pushing off the key items for later. That's how it and works. How that fine. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> If my customers, if I said to my, to my customers, they would shoot me. <laughs> well, because yeah. when they're fine, they just never answered my question. Exactly. But some people, yeah. you know, give people benefit of doubt, I guess, right? And, you know, with the ERP system, that's not how it is supposed to work. It, it, it sometimes it's because it's perspective. It's whatever they were used to previously. Yeah. If, if they were in a cesspool of an ERP previously, anything can look good now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Depends what they were used to, what they were. You know what they were, what they, what they, uh, it's perspective. Could not agree more. Great point. So here we have some more commentary. So let's touch on that. If we would go live without these items, we declined for a number of reasons. Asked if we would consider paying some additional costs to achieve them. That's very common in the moment pop space. They mm -hmm. are going to overcommit for something. Typically, if you go with the mainstream vendors, they are slightly careful, uh, you know, and the reason for that is because they have the legal liability. Uh, and if they are not going to have capabilities because, you know, right. they can be audited. But, you know, mom and pop, uh, they typically don't care as much. And that's where the then virus hit. Uh, that's a crazy <laughs> one. That's, that's really crazy. Okay. I don't want to read that. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> here they the are. the virus hit. <laughs> and the cost increased by 10x. How does oh. the... Yeah, and and virus is something. If any in any reviews that you are finding with ERP, just do not consider that ERP in my mind because these guys obviously don't have as much cybersecurity uh, as the software company. They are probably cash strapped. They have no idea how much it costs um, to get the cybersecurity right, even for the software. So yeah, so virus is not cool with an ERP system. If you read that anywhere, please try to stay away from that. That's probably a biggest red flag for you. Okay, so we have some more commentary here. So, Anders is saying... Maybe talking about COVID. Look at the date of the review, March 31st, 2020. Uh, and Anders says is great at catching these things. A wonderful <laughs> uh, observation. That was right when everything was shutting down and the quantity of unknowns was... And maybe that is right. Maybe that's what they are talking about. I don't know. <laughs> it's a strong word to use. No, right? but I mean, why would the cost increase by 10x just because they got COVID? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, 
it's a real virus virus at the computer uh, <laughs> okay so here they are saying okay so when is saying not accurate my friend yeah, oh, yeah. it's very difficult for an amateur but real cyber attackers can do a lot to erp systems that are not properly configured and that is right i agree with wayne in general but for the most part i mean the kind of security that you have built as part of you mainly i mean again you know cyber security is it's almost like a lock and if you don't know where to keep the keys then nobody can help you <laughs> but at least get the better ones a better lock you know then you simply have to take care of yourself i guess but here you have the problem with the lock and then you have problem with his wallet um so that's the analogy that i'm trying to make but yeah i completely agree with me um okay some more commentary here so here we have one more user used weekly for 6 to 12 months this oh, is this coming from loves it. yeah so this is coming from 2018 i like best include the search options that can be performed on a multitude of items such as amount invoice number keyword then it can be a glitchy at times but this isn't a big deal because customer support is able to resolve issues right away in general when people feel that it can be glitchy what that means especially when you talk about mom and pop uh you know you have a lot of bugs underneath they are never going to tell you what's going on underneath whether somebody the database table is getting deleted because you are buying a box and nobody really know what is happening under under the box so that's why with cloud systems especially you need to be super careful uh you know why do you have glitches uh is it really because of the configuration in general if it is going to be because of the configuration then your uh oem vendors the vendor that is actually creating the product they might not be able to resolve them uh you know you have to go to a client, right um but in this case probably the oem and consultant both role are played by this company but again glitch is not a good thing it should not be glitchy here then we are talking about without any written or guided instruction on how to use them such as reporting ar etc i would like to see some more guided training okay so one of the things that you are going to see in the mom and pop space in general they are really good at writing code that's how these companies started okay but they are going to cut down significantly on the documentation and training and nobody else can understand that code except the person who wrote it okay he, even within the company itself if you are going to ask for support you are going to get challenges because the people who are supporting they also need to rely on document of the product even for the internal support okay so number one you are not going to support not not going to get external support and you are also going to struggle with the internal support because nobody can really understand the product even if i write the code ending okay and if i go back after two months i need to look at my own document that's right. how i understand my handwriting okay exactly <laughs> and if you don't write it and if somebody else is trying to read your handwriting just go figure that out exactly yeah and i'll make sure i mean see if i don't like somebody i'll make sure that the handwriting is really bad <laughs> <laughs> right andy that's how it there works there you go at a boy at a boy um okay so here and by the way i mean see your erp consultants are going to have a lot of clout in general i mean uh, not every erp consultant is going to be unethical but you know obviously they have a lot of room they are almost like your mechanic. so be careful in general the way you uh, deal with them. so here they are talking about um i would like to see more guided training so training is an issue more flexibility on tracking ar processes so when they say flexibility what that means is the traceability is not there in the product 
that's what typically it means uh, users typically don't understand why they don't have as much fl- uh, flexibility but you know just because the data layers are not going to you are not going to have the same level of traceability that you are going to find in the main so that's what the user is feeling but what that means is really the data model is not robust enough to be able to uh, cover all of those complex scenarios so here they are talking about tracking your processes without using dunning because that really helps us track issue with collection time to collect effort to collect and then finally collection again he is talking about number 1 the data layers may not be there number 2 the correlating those data layers is going to be very difficult in general uh, just because if either if the data is not going to be there or inadequate data is going to be there uh, both could be equally applicable and that's why uh, you know this could be really hard especially with uh, the ability to tie cost or markup of an item to the final bill out of an order using barcodes again these are some of the basic uh, feature sets i don't know why they are not able to do it barcodes may be trickier the reason why it may be trickier in this particular space because they are designed for the service centric industry so they don't really have as busy warehouses in general but when you look at healthcare they are going to have little inventory they are still going to have inventory so they still need your the cost the markup the barcodes so some of the service centric ERP system they are probably going to use an add-on and you are going to have a little communication issue because that's not the mainstream functionality so again in my mind when you have issues such as this that's a that's a that's a major issue overall the cost of a work order the cost to bill a client collection of revenue from a client efforts of revenue collection bill pay bill pay cycle uh, utilization of resources including cost to ship inventory use per order fundamentals guys fundamentals basic <laughs> like they don't have this then uh, i don't know how and by the way i mean this is just an accounting system and even then they are not able to do all of that okay so this one is coming from 2020 to 2023 and here they are saying i don't like that mv is moving to a hosted only version this will add significantly more cost and the reason why these companies buy uh, the software is because it's going to be much cheaper than some of the other software that might be in the market but for the most part nobody can really afford to run an on prem business the simple fact is okay software in general is very okay if they are going to be on on prem you are going to buy a software you are going to use the way you are going to use and because of that you are going to get a virus uh you know these guys are going to get the bad news so that's why they are trying to move to cloud that's number one factor of the uh but then they have a lot more control they have the repeatable revenue so every single vendor in the market is going to move for subscription based business and that means so whether you want to move today or tomorrow it doesn't matter everybody's going to move because obviously the software companies have to make general okay so again that should not come as a surprise if you are not there if you bought this one just because it was on prem it was cheaper uh, it's not going to last uh, for a long time um everybody's gone um this is coming from 2022 and here they are saying there were some more visual documentation besides videos for example it took me it took me a while to figure out how to use the interface pdf manual um took many trial and error to figure out what key descriptor to use in header versus detailed line i wish there was basic example of each module ar invoice template ar payment template again these things are hard so go easy on yourself and this is where you would require a little consulting help even if they were able to provide you 
a lot of documentation you will not be able to read the document because it is not going to be flavored for your business it is not going to be flavored for your industry and these guys are not really in the consulting business they are in the product business they are trying to create documentation so that everybody can use so again consulting is not optional uh, with any uh, machine purchase that you are doing and with erp obviously you need to spend uh, some money in the consulting with these products and we have 2 minutes right now do you have comments or do you want to cover one more uh. Yeah, one more. I don't even know if we have one. Okay. The training is sparse. Um, the DIY. <laughs> the setup is DIY because that's what you paid. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, right. The system works, but takes longer. So here, 2023. Um, he's talking about lag times. Login and wait to load the desktop. Load a report and wait. calculate a report and wait <laughs> change one line in that report and your number go away can you believe so this is a real data integrity issue uh, select calculate and wait again so obviously number one the infrastructure is not as great secondly the way it is designed it's a really poor design and that's why you are facing all of these issues um, you know it's not really designed for the scalability the kind of workload that you are really putting on the system we were assured that all of our reports could be done in multi view <laughs> all of the reports what what does that mean <laughs> they, they didn't mention that we would need to create them ourselves <laughs> okay you can do it but you know it yeah. it might take 5 years <laughs> to do it okay everything takes at least twice as long to accomplish uploading journal entries require that you create the text file from your excel file upload that file th- upload portal go back to the desktop to process that file through the interface upload the ge backup file to different place and then attach the backup to the entry <laughs> you are better off i bet the sales demo looked really good though yeah yeah they don't have to show these things and this is all detail you don't have to pay attention to detail in a sales demo come on <laughs> um Okay so more than 11 months in and we still uh, haven't managed to create a dash can you believe this not even a single dashboard because the instructions were sparse and secondly obviously you are not going to be expert of these things you are trying to do this yourself uh, you know you are going to yeah, struggle yeah right, baby yeah and people who are going to be expert they probably can figure these things out in a week or two so again go easy on yourself hire the experts who really know what they are doing you know rather than trying it yourself we have a very complicated time entry process but uh, probably no worse uh, any other hospital so there were some time entry issues as well you would search with your uh, parameters uh, view your trial balance select the print button this brings up print preview where, where uh, you can make minor layout adjustments if your report is long the characters or it will fail but if it does include to print it will bring up a new pdf version of the report okay this is all error handling it's really badly done i guess you know the way it is done so obviously you have a lot of problems underneath um, that obviously they have not highlighted in their marketing material <laughs> the so the user is feeling that i mean the the product is really at beta um it's not necessarily a product release because of the, the kind of that he has he or she has seen uh, in any case i think that's pretty much it andy so we can uh, cover some comments if you have any last minute comments we don't have any hey, additional comments what? from the audience you know what the sessions the comments usually quite consistent and that is you know caveat emptor you really have to i mean talk to companies that are already using these things 
ask them the difficult questions, find out what the truth is, and then you can decide whether or not you want to put up with that or not. Exactly. And my take on this is going to be unless you are super stressed on budget, and this is the only that you can find in your budget, um, and maybe you have a reason to go for the solution because it has any specific industry functionality, I would rather go for slightly more mainstream solution, especially from the software perspective. Um, it, it could be dangerous uh, when you're buying any other. All right. Uh, any other final comments, Andy? No? No. Okay. So that's it for today. If you joined for the first time, this was part of our industry series for which we meet every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you guys are going to be here next week. We are going to come back with another vendor or the solution. On that note, thanks everyone for tuning in tonight. I cannot thank our guests enough for coming on the show, for sharing their knowledge and journey. I always pick up learnings from our guests and hopefully you learned something new today. If you want to learn more about Andy Pradigal, head over to essoft.com. It's essoft.com. Links and more information will also be available in the show notes. Also, don't forget to subscribe and spread the word among folks with similar backgrounds. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please review and rate us on your favorite podcasting platform or DM me on any social channels. I'll try my best to respond personally and make sure you get help. Thank you, and I hope to catch you on the next episode of the WBS Podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of the WBS Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information on growth strategies for SMBs using ERP and digital transformation, check out our community at wbs.rocks. We'll see you next time.